Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 22nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just, uh, what you know, today was a great day of golf. Great weekend of golf. Really yeah. good week. I mean, the amateur is such a nice change of pace, right? It's just different kind of format, different kind of people maybe that you're not familiar with. And you get those 16 and the round of eight. Like, it was just a strong weekend. I know the file can kind of be hit or miss. Thought it was pretty good today. Real, I really know. I really enjoyed the BMW today. It was good. It was good. Why did you enjoy it? I mean, is that where we want to go first? We can. We can do that. I th- well, I Why did you enjoy I, it? I heard. I thought that coverage did a good job. I thought it was yeah. like, I thought they did a really nice job. I just thought, you know... We can talk more because No Laying Up just published a report, um, which great, I think really strong, well, well really constructed. Great. I thought, yeah, well constructed, diligent, and and most importantly, accurate reporting. Um, but uh, the the thing I liked about today was that they did a really nice job. It, you know, it just like there were ramifications for almost everybody in the field, mm-hmm. and. You know, that would just be a really nice change of pace on tour if like every week there were ramifications for players. And if you if you you know, if you don't play well, you're out or if you play well, you're in. And I I think think that that is uh, maybe a place that we're going. uh, I think you're most laying up. We're most significantly talking about, I would say, at least what I read is the cutoff for 30. 30 For a lot of guys who actually probably haven't been to a Masters, haven't been to some of the majors. Sahith Thagala in, JJ Spun out, Trey Mullinax just barely out. There was a lot like you when you say the whole field. And, you know, I will say with the shadow, with the staggered start leaderboard, like if you blow a tire... (laughs) Colin Morikawa, what do you make? Like a 10 and a 6 on back-to-back holes? Usually yeah. that would help you for the net contest the next week. But that just nuked him for the net for the net contest. You know, you're just gone. You take a tumble. Yeah, um, so I mean, there are just so like, ramifications everywhere. Yeah, like Corey Connors is on the bubble. He's a bubble boy. And, like, you see the guy just come up nails <laughs> down the stretch. He birdied three of his last four. He hit two of, the, two of his approach shots were inside a foot. <laughs> You know, on 16 and 18, he didn't sign a foot like uh, like just like clutch like and normally it doesn't matter that he does that to get up to eighth outside of money. Right. But this week it really mattered because he needed to make sure he got into the top 30, gets all of his major exemptions like and, you know, we saw that across the board with like, I mean, it came down to like uh, Adam Scott. Perfect example. Really, really, really hard bunker shot on 18 he hits it to a foot it's just and he gets up and down and that's what he needed to get in you know would, like so just you enjoyed re- this i no, i just enjoyed and i did i think this like this is something that the pga tour can take away and say this really works is when stuff matters and we see it like we see it uh occasionally with monday qualifiers or sponsor exemptions where they're battling down the stretch for a top 10 and they get that spot into next week it adds a little spice to the event and these are you know a lot of times kind of more dull mundane events and it's like well contain lee get the top 10 and or or win you know to get in you know get into the next week at the very least get that top 10 but you know if that if that was a regular thing i think that the tour would be far more compelling week in week out. There has to be stakes. There has to be, I, this guy needs to get into this. And, and this, I think dovetails really well in the report from no laying up about the, the big beating this week in Delaware, the summit of 22 players, 
um, that has been much rumored, much, uh, there's been some reports on it. This one, I think, is the most bulletproof one. This is the one that's got the most details and the most... Um, pretty solid sourcing, for sure. Yes, it seems very like, uh, good robust. sourcing. Those guys were up in New Jersey, or well, I'm sorry, Delaware, Delaware this week for the BMW. So imagine, you know, they're not... Uh, novices at this point and i think they're pretty sure on network i imagine they talked to a lot of people and some of them were in the room i don't know i'm i, I hate guessing on people's sources and i'm not doing that here i would just say they were on the ground at the right event to be well sourced i would imagine for this so it's it's a strong report it gets to i would just i think like you're talking about stakes and we'll talk about I, I, this dovetails with this report too like is it's I think that that makes it compelling for you and I, like nuts, guys who follow this every week and maybe sometimes get tired of, uh, you know, another 72 all stroke play event. But isn't it still just stars like last year's BMW champ, like Tane Lee isn't going to do anything for a tour. Those Monday, like like last year's BMW was better show. It was a better yeah. show on Sunday. Bryson can't lay that. And Patrick can't lay was pretty candid about that after the round saying like, that was like a real cauldron. The fans were right on top of you. Here it was like a little more subdued, and I just had a one shot lead and had to close it out. So, like, I still think. So I don't know right. what the goals are. If if it's just one other thing, the other part of this is having all the best players together, and that's what this report gets to a little bit. Yeah, like that's the other thing that gave this week juice. Is like I saw a lot of people were talking about how great the leaderboard was. And it's like, well, no shit. Like, there's, there's not 70. many bad players yeah, in yeah. the field. You know, the yeah. leaderboard's going to look good no matter what when you get down. So, like, there are two things here real stakes and the best players in the world playing is going to deliver you stuff. But I think, like, the flip side of it is if there, if there are stakes in the other tournaments that don't have the best players that get them spots in events like this. That's where I think it, it's compelling and easy for for people to understand. Oh, if they win this, they get into this, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, so this is this is nolaneup.com, a blog post. They're writing over there. It really is- like reporting. Wojbaum, I saw someone called it on Twitter. Um, should, what do we want to do? Do we want to outline what they said? It sounds like they look for, the, here are the 22 players. Do we want to just read them off? Yeah, Who was the biggest sure. surprise for you? Scheffler, Rory, Cantley, Rom, Xander, JT, Morikawa, Zalatoris, Hovland, Fitz, Burns, Spieth, Finau, Billy Ho. I mean, you got to have a guy who makes the announcement eventually. You have to have a comms guy in there, and the crier needs to be there. Cam Young, I'd say I was surprised. Cam Young, not that he's bad or not worthy of superstardom eventually, but I'd say he's still new. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, Max Homa, Shane Lowry, Tyrrell Hatton, which is an interesting one. I'm not saying unworthy. Kevin Kisner, Ricky Fowler, and Tiger Woods. And so that who who surprised you most from that list, which just, we've been kind of jonesing I mean, to get. Based off of just just recent play, Ricky, obviously. Well, you know. Yeah, but the, we knew he was there because he got off the plane with Tiger. And that's a, just can a I, can, star can power. Can I say thing. one other thing? That, yeah. What's Tiger doing still driving a car? A lot of people made that comment. Like, haven't, haven't enough, that comment. hasn't enough bad things happened in the car that it can't he afford a driver? I just wanted to get that out there. It was first. weird. He got into some like looked like a dated Nissan SUV <laughs> yeah, of Armada. some sort that looks like it has just been sitting at the end of this airport runway for twenty years too long. It was just a bizarre, and that he's you know had the plaid shirt. Everything about it was a little incongruous. Um, Ricky, so Ricky, Ricky's one seventy three in the world right now. Yeah, but he's just—I mean, what's Tiger? I'm not saying he's Tiger, but he's just a totally unique case. He's a unicorn. I'd say, like the surprises. I think I was—I was surprised to see Joaquin Neiman just because of how much smoke there's been about potential live live uh, departure there. The Neiman, other one, I believe, is also represented by the agency that's had a lot of guys go. So, as is Sam Burns, a lot of guys go to live. I forget what it is. GSE worldwide, something like that. That's the other thing. There's like, 
this agency sort of power play going on in the background feels like i don't know alan shipnuck's talked a lot about excel and his That's... and like how excel wants an equity stake and steinberg and tiger like yeah but then then this this no laying up report refused the the fact that they were talking about going no, i agree i agree yeah. but there are like, so then agents, like there wouldn't be an equity stake available if they don't if they're not dumping right. the nonprofit. So. no i know but there are agencies like I don't want to say taking sides. No Excel guy. It is in fact true that no Excel guy has gone to live yet. Um, uh, so I don't know. Like I guess you know agencies are the gatekeepers of the game, as we've talked about here uh, several times. Whether it's with sponsors, players, tour events, title, Who? you know everything. But uh, I'd say Yon was the one that jumped out to me. Cam Yon. Not saying a he's been rumored to be going to Boston playing that first event. Um, I heard that was a strategic leak maybe by someone in his camp to see how, like what the backlash would be. Now that could be accurate. Could be not be, but, um, he's just a newcomer. He's been really, really great this year, but, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's not so great next year. He just doesn't have the, the length of track record. Well, as some of the other guys, he was, he was, uh, playing at a PGA tour level on the corn Ferry tour, but he was just I, stuck I got down you. there. Total stud. So, uh, you know, he was just stuck down there. It's not his fault. Like he turned pro and has played at a PGA tour level pretty much since he turned professional. I think the year he turned pro, he might've won three, three or four college events too. So, you know, yeah. at this point, you could probably argue that he's been playing at a PGA Tour level. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's just a, it's a very elite company. Um, so the proposal they talked about, no lane up, says it's conceptual. Um, it's not, you know, this isn't in stone. And what we have here, like August has become the hottest month on the PGA Tour calendar because we're going to the Tour Championship. Monaghan is, uh, you know, all these stakeholders are mostly there, aside from Ricky Kisner, a few others. Um Monaghan's got to there. Lowry dismissed out press on Tuesday. Um, this this deal or proposal, this concept is going to their de- the desk of the PGA Tour. Like now, it sounds like kind of a strategic. I, I imagine it's a strategic leak. Also, they know that Jay Jay's going up there to talk. Where to Atlanta? The t- yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So they're they're creating. I don't know. Do you want to say a tour within a tour? The proposed series of top tier events are smaller fields which the number is not yet determined. I think the Alan Shipnuck one said 60 guys and like twice a month. Um, it, it also doesn't sound like JP McManus was in the room or no. Well, really anybody that would, it doesn't sound like the private equity element of this or <laughs> equity of any kind is, is there yet or was certainly this past week. Um, but it, it also, I would say the NLU thing, portrays Rory a little bit as it's Rory and Tiger. Whereas as Alan's I'd say was a, a pretty Tiger heavy thing, right? Like Tiger came up to set everything straight and reveal this plan. This sounds like Rory's pretty heavily involved as well, that, that they're working in concert, the two of them. So there's this tour within a tour. Does it tickle your fancy? Does it fix everything for you? There's increased purses. There's access to it. Like if you play well at the John Deere, you get into the top tier event. It, the whole goal is just to get the best guys in the same place at the same time more often. Yeah, this tickles. I I am way more optimistic about the future of the PGA Tour today after after reading this report than I was, you know, earlier this week because I think this is what has needed to happen for a long time. Um, this is the top players in the game saying. This needs to change. And this is, you know, we need to build a system that like is geared for superstars because that's what matters in this sport. You know, the the stories of Martin Trainer are great, you know, and, and they're not saying take these away. But what and really those purses matters, aren't going away. Yeah. You're still gonna make over a million dollars for winning the deer. You're still gonna make a lot of money. But like what matters is the superstars and that's what lives been attacking. So this is what needed to happen. The biggest names of the game that are left on the PGA tour, getting together and figuring out. It also shows that like Monahan is effectively just an administrator. Like the, the power is in the players. They're, they're going to push this. I think they, it seems like they're going to push this through. I mean, Rory 
JT, this is exactly what needed to happen. I, I'm very excited about this. I think, I you know, obviously there's a lot more details that are going to come out about these events, but this is like, it builds them what they need. They have this huge feeder system. They have, these are the advantages they have is that they can easily quickly promote and demote players out of these events. You know, they can, you know, they have, does Ricky you know, have a lifetime invite though? Well, if he's like, one of the OGs. I'm kidding. The big thing that live lives like, I thought, you know, one of the things I've thought about a lot is like lives going to make bets on players like Chachara. Right. And yeah. it seems like Puig, right. Or Puj. Yeah. Is, is one of their bets. Right. But like we see all the time, like amateur golf, super fickle and and you don't know who's going to make it. Like the, one of the huge advantages the tour has is this infrastructure, which can also be, you know, a, a disadvantage. Yeah. Like, I think the infrastructure at the top end, the the Champions Tour, that's a big hindrance. But one of the things they get to do is they get to make bets on basically every kid that's turning pro with their developmental mental tours. Yep. And, you know, this gives them an avenue in a way, I think, to start to reform the whole thing where you can start to get really big player movement because these fields like these deer fields are going to have to fill from somewhere. Cause like the top players are, you know, it's in, it, I just, I think this is what had to happen. I'm, I'm so happy it is happening. Um, because it's, it's it gives as, hope. It's significant. It's not as dramatic as sort of completely changing the structure. I know we've talked about that here about just overhauling the nonprofit status and all that other stuff, changing to adopting PGL aspects and things like that. It's, it's sort of a, it seems like a more sensible, or, or I don't know, at least a, a, a middle path somewhere, right? Between a dramatic change that's not completely overhauling well, everything that they have now. It's kind of like they're creating a new brand within the PGA Tour. Yeah. And I think that's the the thing. That's what I'm happy about is that there's going to be a new as they call it, series, an elevated series, a series of events. And every time that one of those events is on, fans of golf will know that the best players in the world are playing. And I think that's super important. And that that's the big thing, is that it, it provides a real brand. And the PGA Tour can be bigger. Like, that's the thing, is that the PGA Tour, it can support the 250 members now a little even better with these events, I think, because those other events, like if you're number 150, you know, you're going to be able to play in a lot of those events, right? You know, you're not going to like, you kind of know you're not going to play in those. So you can also set your schedule easier. Yep. Like, yep. I think this is a huge win for all types of players because those players that, you know, are, 125 on the money list. They see the clear path to getting into big events, but they also see, Hey, these are the places I'm going to play. I'm going to be able to set my schedule. I'm going to be able to get ready. And then for the top flight players, okay, I've got, you know, 15 to 20 events that I'm going to play a year here to them. And for the fans, obviously I think it's huge. The more opportunities we get to see the best players in the world together as evidenced by this week, the better. Uh, in the report, they said they they would they, these guys would commit to three events outside of this whatever top tier series. So whatever one that wants you want to make that the RSM whatever it is, um, you can Your join favorite. that. <laughs> but they they did say uh, and I'm surprised you... I'm surprised the boycott didn't come out of this. I'm surprised DL3's idea didn't win out. They said that it was not even discussed going the boycott going no becoming for profit and also. <laughs> This equity aspect was not even discussed, uh, according to sources inside the room. Was Steiny was Steiny and his power play for equity in the tour discussed? Do you think they've talked about doesn't, that? With the Twenty-two players. No, does not oh. seem like. Um, okay. Does not. Se- One thing you mentioned it quickly, but I think it, it bears a little bit of um, emphasis. What this has driven home for me, and. Uh, so this started apparently at the McManus thing. They a little bit Woods and McElroy. Woods and Rory started this really working group and these concepts. 
there was an Eamon Lynch report on something else, a different kind of product they also are spinning up together. What this really hammered home to me is how little, and you use the term administrator, how little effect, power, potence, and quite frankly, how impotent and uncreative the 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 PGA the people employed by the PGA Tour have been and how reactive they've kind of been with this and I don't like they they have only so much power it's a players tour Jay Monahan's not a dictator but it does seem like they've been like they started in a place of such a stronger position they had a vote for God's sakes they had a strength they had a strong position to start with. <laughs> And they've just been sort of the tail wagging the dog all of a sudden. They're like jumping at, trying to figure it out. And it's fallen. And I know it's a player's tour. It's fallen on like Rory McIlroy in the middle of his like major championship season and others. And Tiger, who's, I, I got to be honest, I don't, does Tiger really like, I, I think he wants to protect his legacy, but I just don't know that he's like, wants to be a shadow commissioner. And I, I don't think he has any interest in that. But it's fallen on these players to come up with all the ideas down to like the business structure of how it might work. And I think that's not a been a it's not a particularly great look for the population that crosses the moat every day. Especially when when said commissioner is paid more than most of the players. Yeah. It's just it's absolutely mind-boggling. How this had to be like a closed door pri- private players meeting in order to get this to here. Yeah, and why? Where were these ideas and concepts? Why? Why weren't? What did they think was going to happen when guys started getting two hundred million dollars to go do something else? They just figured they'd lose a few, and the strength of having well, forty-seven events in a FedEx Cup. It's about the Champions Tour. Like they had to. They should have started thinking about this kind of idea in basically two years ago, but at least like January, right? And not on Rory in July at the McManus. It makes you wonder too, like if they had if they had gotten out a front in front of it, what would what would it look like now? Like who would be who? I'm guessing like someone like Cam Smith's not on the on. Uh, at li- According li- to the NLU report, all 22 came out unanimous in their support of the proposal. And that may what be if, surprising because there's some What if names one of there. them goes? What if one of them goes now that they're named? I think it'll add another element of this being really personal and tense and adversarial. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you're pretty, pretty sufficiently persona non grata at any event where you cross paths with those guys ever again. Um, but it does seem notable that they're in lockstep, at least in this, you know, according to this report and at this point in time. And there, because because there are some names in there that you might have heard were wobbly. I mean, I can't like, let's say, let's be honest, like Cantley and Xander, his name just wobbly. gets thrown out there all the time. Now Cantley today is talking about how he cannot wait to be partners with Xander again at the President's Cup. We will be doing that in a couple of weeks. Uh, take them out of the rumored seven guys leaving next week as soon as the FedEx Cup's over and going straight to Boston. You know, well, this uh, is why it's just needed to happen months ago. Like right. you said, like what? How? How did this not happen sooner? And uh, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm just so much, so energized. I'm so happy that this. I mean, this is not over, and that's important to note. Like, yeah, it, it seems like we're not. They have to do something. I think is, the, just, they've been just, awakened to having to make dramatic change. The it's like, uh, it's like your 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 boxer. Is has just gone in the ring. It's the, they're the heavyweight champion, and for four rounds they've just gotten just like knocked around. And finally, your guy won a round. Like this is this just feels like finally they they've punched back. There is a sign of of life at, that 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 somebody realizes that need they need to get up and fight. Right. Right. So it, it's encouraging. I think it's, it sounds exciting. I mean, do we get more Riviera type things? Is that what essentially what well, we get? I'll tell you what the Are other the thing, I think this could lead to like better venues. Um, 
I've been told by a number of of clubs that they don't want the 140 player events. But right. what's very very enter, uh, enticing to them is the 70 person fields or 60 person fields because there's so much less wear and tear on the golf course. Um, there's like it's a more intimate event for their members, less infrastructure, um, less less kind of you know. I would say. Less, Less, less guys, Tom, Dick, and Harry's running around chewing up, <laughs> chewing up, and complaining to their staff. Um, but you what? know, the I think the I would say the real quick, the one thing I'd like to see is them to look at these events and maybe think, hey, we should we should do some international stuff. Right. I think. What if we do for uh, Wednesday? We put together. We'll each put together our our proposed schedule. We can schedule. do that. We can do that. That could I be a we, fun little exercise. We can do that little bit. Or it would we get us around having to talk about the net tournament. How many is it? Fourteen. It says it's still conceptual. It doesn't say a high level point. I just want to make. It does feel like there's a fundamental shift in terms of player empowerment that's happening. The players are taking over because that was not the case at the end of the Fincham era. The Fincham, like even yeah. except for maybe Tiger, Fincham told them how it was going to be. And you hear from a lot of players who are on that pack or talk to guys on that pack. And they're like, they don't, they, it's not a player's tour. They don't listen to us. We try to say stuff and then they tell us to get lost. And it feels like when you get the players caring about their product, that's promising. And the players have the real power. Maybe they're like, hey, we don't want to go to this venue because it sucks. And the only reason we go there is because its title sponsor wants it there. Well, you know what? Tell that title sponsor, they're not getting, like, we're the players, we decide, and we're the product. And we want to play it at this course. And we want to do it this way. It seems like we're going down that road where they'll have more power over, or could make their voice louder over all that stuff that the tour seems to kind of water down. And when I speak of the tour, I speak of like the the bureaucracy, the infrastructure, the people in the global home that kind of water it down with all Ad, the administrator J. Yeah. So admin, high, admin high level, boy. the players taking a lot more power could be a good thing. So, or maybe it's a, becomes a circular firing squad. Who knows? Um, all right. Anything else on the no lane up report on the, the meeting in Delaware? Is that sufficient enough? Uh, I think that's good. Good table setter. I think more is going to come out. I th- I can't wait for for Jay's next public appearance. He's gonna gonna have to squirm around, give non answers. You know, it, tell him he he probably will we are, say we're something focused along on the, what we can control. Yeah, we exactly. can control what we can control. You know, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. You know, is you know we we've been talking about and we've been unturning every stone. You know. I could see him going that direction with it. We've been t- trying to turn over every stone and and, yeah. and seek out every possible solution. I, I think he's a good guy. I just he's sometimes I don't know. We'll see. Struggles with the messaging. Hope it's hope it's stronger on Tuesday. Um, that let's do. Uh, do you want to talk about Eamon's quick report while we're just doing news that Tiger yeah. and Rory? It sounds like they've become incredibly close in the last couple of years. That's not necessarily a response to Live or PGL. Sounds like it goes back multiple years. Uh, there'd be one-day events to complement the PGA Tour schedule launched 2024 with non-green grass venues. I don't know if that means like stadiums. Uh, yeah, I assume Eamon had to choose his words kind of carefully here. You know, there, there's a reason. I, I don't know. It's technology forward. So I, I don't know what that means. Like there's just a bunch of stats on the screen. There's like gizmos, like top golf stuff, you know, or like that are tracking things. Um, and then there's probably a lot of betting going on around skills challenges, right? It is what it seems like. So another interesting thing with this, with Rory and Tiger, I guess, trying to impose a little bit more of their ideas uh, on things. Yeah, I think this, uh, this is cool. I think the other thing about this, like that I, I kind of like is the outside the box thinking of like players being able to put something together and it being a joint venture, right? Yep. This sounds like it was presented in that meeting. According to this is Eamon Lynch article, golfweek.com. It's presented as a long-term opportunity for players to build equity in the enterprise, which will have private funding in addition to corporate partnerships and sponsors. 
It received positively among the players in the room. So those 22 guys that we just read off. So it seems like another element to, I, I guess you would have, that sounds like they would have equity in that little uh, circuit. So a lot of news, a lot of news happening. Uh, Ultimate August, I think is what they call it, right? The PGA Tour calls it. It's just a mixture of on-course stuff should, and a lot of Should we talk course. about the the tournament a little bit more while we're here or no? Sure. So we can, then we can have a clean break we'll and then we can move read. over. Sure. What do you want to talk about with the tournament? Patrick Cantley won his second Patrick straight. Cantley. BMW. Taking champion. down Scott Stallings. I got to say, I was pretty impressed with the house cat this afternoon. He's really good at golf. I understand. <laughs> he wins like, a lot. He wins makes, a lot. Today, afternoons like today, like, you know, we're, we're through the major season. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen him in a major in a few weeks, and and he plays like this, and I'm like, oh. He did backdoor top maybe 10. More. Maybe Andrews. he's more than a house cat. Yeah, he, he was in it. He was in it. He he took a he took a peek at the at the top of the leaderboard on Saturday. Saturday, okay. T eight. You know, he yeah. got scared. He had to run back inside, <laughs> but you know, um, I, I'm just I don't I'm not ready to say that he can't become become more than just a PGA Tour assassin. He's won eight times since fall of 2017 on the PGA Tour. A lot of a lot of pretty big events. Is now yeah. to multiple memorials, multiple BMWs. That's what I'm saying. He's like staggered start. Wins big shit. Kind of. Yeah. No. He that does. shot. I don't know if you felt this way. That shot on 18. The and bunker. I, I, it kind of like gave me shades of Fitzy uh, at at yeah, the U.S. Open. Point. Like really similar, they both had to cut it. Yep. And like, can't that shot was incredible. Like, and it won't get nearly the play, and it shouldn't because he didn't win a major with it. But like, that was a great shot he hit there. And then the putt, the putt was awesome too. Like he almost, oh, he he almost made it. it. Yeah. That was like a really tricky putt because it was. I you know I just always hate those putts. You go up and then when you go up, it goes over and downhill. Uh-huh. And that I mean, those are the hardest putts to hit. I mean, that was. That was great. So yeah, he played really well. Um, I just, I thought it was a really good tournament. He, is it say anything about the FedEx Cup or the playoffs or the BMW Championship and where it's been the last two years or or? I think the golf course actually like it, it firmed, firmed up. up. It was yeah. really, it was really, it was an enjoyable watch this weekend. I uh, I opted out of uh, going shopping with my with my in laws on Saturday before the wedding that I was at, I opted out and I watched golf and it was, I really enjoyed all, all weekends, weekends golf. Okay. All right. It didn't have the, the explosiveness at the end, but it was a strong, strong, like last year, but strong tournament. I mean, like last year's tournament was like a once, once like a once in every five years type tournament for the PGA tour, where you get like two big time names go like going throwing haymakers back and forth like that never happens like this was just like a very quality like this would have been like this was like an eight out of ten interesting i i wouldn't say uh, for a tour event not i'm this is not count majors one of your favorite western opens then huh oh no no it it was a lot of how about that that. a lot of chatter about the oldest trophy in sports about this that's the oldest event and, and no one's won it back to back like Patrick and since you know 16 years there's a lot of chatter about that they're Just, sharing tiger they t- today seeing the social highlight of the 97 uh western open with tiger that was literally the first pro tournament i ever went to in my life cog hill and i like remember going I'll, I'll never forget like i was a little kid walking down the cart path and tiger was walking directly at me like he walked right past me it was like the coolest moment of my life it was 97 Western Motorola Western, Western Open. Open. And the here they are saying it was the 1997 BMW. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, anything else on the BMW? You're all right. We, we, I, I will, I'll do this Wednesday, but I, one of my favorite things is to figure out who f- came the who won this on the season then came the f- absolute farthest from making it to Atlanta. I think it might be Luke list um, up there. <laughs> Uh, a couple, you know, not everybody can make it, right? But just like 
who won and then just who after the win just completely you know tanked it caught lightning i, I, I mean think, uh, you would have been saying septic tank until last week that's fair that's true. Tom Kim, I'm sad he didn't get over over the line. He's like 34th or something like that. He feels worthy of a, you know, he'll probably be. Well, he didn't get any starts. I know. Are you worried about the Bills Alatoris? Oh, we that have, was uh, kind of tough to watch. I, yeah. We have a real. Didn't look good. Know. No. It's, is he going to, I mean, he was number one in the FedEx Cup, I believe. Now he's three. Number he's one starting, in the world. Starting four shots behind, too. It's just nobody's on equal footing. What Shuffler's happens, two ahead. Here's a question. What happens if he can't play? Do they do they bump up? Well, we just we had this happen a couple of years ago, I feel well, like. Well, this is the other idiotic thing about it. And, and where I did not want to get into this. We'll again. do this plenty on Wednesday. But like the idiotic thing about this is that they're like they're stuck between playoff and season long accomplishment award. And by going to this debt thing, like Will Zalatoris, like say he finishes like say he has to withdraw. He comes 30th in the FedEx Cup. That's no, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Does Cam Smith play? I don't know. I mean, you could have no Zalatoris. You could have no Cam Smith. Did they then bring in Aaron Wise and, you know... Wise uh, got in. He's the last one in. I think. Oh, he's in? Lowry and Mullinax are the last two out, I believe. How come their website can't... Well, you got to go to the live eligibility. Because right. Taylor Gooch, I think, finished 29th. Oh. You got to so go to the live eligibility. Still hasn't... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a I was shadow... using the leaderboard. Shadow list. God dang it. These There's guys... all sorts of... You know what the other crazy thing is? Like, absolutely insane. I was in my car. I was in the car. I wasn't driving. And, like, I was using the app. And I was watching on on my phone. I was watching on my computer some. But I was, like, using the app a lot. And it's like, wait, I can't see. This is the biggest event of your year. Like, this is the playoffs. And I can't see the, the projected on my phone. Yeah, they've had some trouble with the app and then having to adapt, you think, adapt on the fly with the eligible guys getting nuked off the list like Gooch and others. It's can I make a, a a plea yeah. to the to the the new the new 22? The I, we got to come up with a name for those 22. Can we get can we get an app update like a, a new app on the docket for the next meeting? Well, there might be less money for that. <laughs> Maybe like the bureaucracy <laughs> and who's ever you know the hamster wheel, who's ever the hamsters are in the global home, they may be gone. They may be taking all that. I mean, for a billion dollar company, a billion dollar organization to trot out this garbage app to fans for this long. I mean, it hasn't had. How are we getting um, into the app again? But it hasn't had a meaningful update. In a decade, it's still the same exact app. It's still slow as shit. It's very slow. It's, as it was 10 years it, ago. It's very slow. It, takes it hasn't gotten better in 10 years. It How is, is that first, possible? It's the first thing I go to to find scores. Yeah. Which makes it frustrating because, you know, MLB scores, I go to a bunch of different apps, not MLB. But it is what, like, it is the first choice, but it doesn't still. It's so bad. Right. Right. Can it please, please be on the docket for the next meeting? The next, I know yeah. we got to fight off Liv, but you know, can we just get the the app to work? You think Tiger came up to talk about the app? How the app imp- needs to be improved? <laughs> yeah, probably. Hopefully, I mean, they're talking about this technological skills. Oh, the, yeah. You know, Monday. Maybe the Monday. app could get. Maybe maybe they should <laughs> have a you know a design your own app competition. Pay somebody like have just freelance it out. See who designs the best app and give them a million bucks. Sure. Sure. All right. So we, we have our 30 set uh, with Aaron Wise, the last, last guy in. Maybe Kim Smith plays. Maybe Zalatoris plays. I don't know. Scotty Scheffler starting at 10 under par. It's very goofy. We'll get into more of that on, uh, on Wednesday. But first, uh, let's talk about our sponsor, Beach Ratty. I, you know, we did our swerve on Friday. I was like, you got to get the Zach short. I said, not, this is my personal, it's not an advertorial. It's my personal recommendation. I would tell my friends, 
My wife is demanding some for herself, even though they're not even for women. They don't fit her. She's like, it is revelatory. And someone said they went and bought three pair. Is it pair of shorts? If I said I packed three pair of shorts. Yeah, that's what you call it. Wouldn't it be six? Three times? Anyways. Yeah, um, there's not like a pair of socks. Right. Well, they say pants, a pair of pants. Right, but it's just one pants, one set, one thing. Right? Why did it become yeah, very you confusing? Say, you say I brought three shirts. I bought right. three. I brought three pants. I I brought right. three shorts. Not you three. Pa- but you everybody says pair of shorts. It's which... an unnecessary. Uh, yeah. It's like a. It's like the appendix. You could just cut it out. As well, someone bought three shorts, so I would recommend the Zach short again. It is a different kind of short. I have never sampled every short out there, but for me, it's it's really. Awesome. Um, they also have their new collegiate line. We've talked about some of the schools. They've got Arkansas, Alabama, Arizona State, BC, big, big one over there. They've got a, Ole Miss. We were very happy with their with their offering. Auburn has a lot of good stuff. Somebody told SEC me schools. I should buy Auburn ones since they, they have some color that would uh, match my Illini. That's true. That's true. You could just, yeah, make a patch. Become an something. Auburn fan. Yeah, they have a lot of good Auburn stuff. You can wear Auburn stuff to the Fields event, Lagrange. Isn't that Maybe near the fried egg? You're just yeah. sucker trying to play. In the I, don't, I feel like I'm not ready. To, isn't is Bruce Pearl the coach of Auburn now yes. basketball? Yes. I can't do that. Not a Pearl guy. Well, he had the whole saga with Illinois years ago, like in the what? in the nineties. There's a whole Where? there's a whole recruiting. He's had a lot scandal. of sagas. There's a recruiting scandal when he was at Iowa. With Illinois, he he. Uh, I think Illinois was cheating. Which, you know, can I just put this out there? Since I'm as an alum now, everybody yeah. cheats. Everybody's cheating. Sure. I'm cool with my university cheating. All right, what even is cheating anymore? I know well, that's the thing. It's like uh, you know, like everybody cheats. Well, if you want to support your so university, if you're not cheating, and they're cheating endeavors, you can go to bdraddy.com. <laughs> use the promo code SGS25. They add in schools weekly. If you don't see your school there yet, uh, they're adding schools weekly. They also have Texas A&M. Oh, which segue look at that segue. To our U.S. Amateur boy winner, Sam Bennett. Really impressive amateur performance. I would say the thing that struck me most about this uh, was there was zero fluke. His pathway to the championship, he felt like a fair, significant favorite over Ben Carr over 36 holes. I would say just based on the work he did to get there. Seem, now, that's seemed like fickle. the seemed like the the easiest opponent that he faced. Right. Not to so, disparage Ben Carr, who was really good and is going to the Masters. But he was uh he beat Gabrelchek, Nick Gabrelchek in the first round. He he, he was a semifinalist last year. Fred Biondi, who's a stud, Florida. Co medalist. Then he beat uh David Puige, you know, a Liv Boy. National, more than you know, one of the national best players in the country at Arizona State. They beat Stuart Hagestad, who I think is still top 10 Wager and you know, a match play ace and amateur legend in his own right. Uh, and then he beat Dylan Manetti in the semi. These are all like, how about, no... the, how about the spice going into it? The thing that I liked about this, this year's USAM was these kids were just. Letting loose quotes. I mean, like usually they're just they play it so safe, and they're just oh, it's just such an honor to be here. Right. Sam be- or, uh, Bennett is talking about how he's just gonna like you know he's he's the best player there. Manetti's talking about how he's gonna get slow played, and you know he doesn't want he, he doesn't really want to face the uh, other Pepperdine kid. He wanted to face his he coach. Just, he says he doesn't yeah. like his coach or his old yeah. coach. Like, it's just like these guys codes. are just letting go rockets. What did you make of Bennett? He seemed to be a, a sort of a lightning rod of debate on Twitter. People did yes. not like his facial hair. They did not like his waggle. Uh, I, I think I'm the, in on it. I think, I think I'm, I'm in. in on him too. <laughs> just, I kind of, it's something. It's pizzazz. Some, I don't know if he has a great personality, but he seems to have some confidence and swagger. Whether it's my brand of swagger or not, it's something. It's not a dial tone. It doesn't seem like. that's that's what I I appreciate is that in, in, in an era of like of we get a lot of dial tones coming through the through the am ranks and people are super worried about what they're saying. This kid just lets it fly. 
said they're good, but I'm better. I'm the dog in this race. He said that in the quarters. Quarters. Like, yeah, after, after, after he beat Stu, that's what he said. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. yeah but I, it, I really liked Menenti being like, he's going to slow play me. I know it's coming. Right. You know, that's the one thing I don't. The one thing I can't get in on. Uh, I'm he's better. got a big waggle. A lot of waggling. Oh, a lot of time. God. The, so the, the, slow. <laughs> The broadcast, they were great. Learner, Colt Nost, Cookie, Cookie Monster. They were good. I really good watch all the last three days. But they were, they had to talk around it. Their whole setup every time was like, he gets over it so fast. So he gets over it so fast. But once he's there, it's kind of, there's a lot going on. It takes a while to, to, to then pull the trigger. But they had to keep talking about how fast he got over the ball. But after, you know, it's kind of amusing. Uh, that that was the the talking point. He waggles like you wouldn't like you think your screen is is glitched off. So, but I, I thought it had I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the personalities of it. Ridgewood was cool, you know. Yeah, it, that it finish really good... the last the last really like nine holes really great out there. Um, I I think you know the golf course gets off to a little bit of a slower start that championship routing like one and two are kind of like ugh, you know. Talking about stroke play? Yeah. No, just yeah. the golf course, right? Oh, the whole holes. Yeah. But um, but that back nine's really fun to watch. I, I love I love on 17 and 18, like how you have to shape it's really have to turn it right to left on 17, and then at 18 you gotta turn it left to right. It's yeah. really cool. And we saw like um you know, they I don't know. It was is coming down the stretch, obviously. Um you know, car couldn't pull off on on eighteen, and that kind of is what did did him in. But Bennett hitting hit it OB was one of the worst shots. decisions ever. I mean, come on, you got to hit wedge wedge or something. Like after you see your was he three down at that point or two down? Um, <laughs> he he watches Bennett hit it, snap it OB, and then does it himself. You can't like Will Wilcox the caddy. Like he's just got to take the bag away. You just cannot do that. And I, the broadcast was, and there were some fireworks there. I think what, like eleven, yeah, uh, twelve. I think they were just really trying to make it seem like it was a ball game and closer. It never felt like super close. I guess. it did feel like Bennett should have closed this out way sure. earlier than he sure. did. Sure, he made some mistakes. The OB one for Carr will, but hey, he's in the Masters. Really cool um, interview. I thought on Saturday night when he, mm-hmm. he that dawned on him. Both these guys really sort of unique backstory lost their have lost their father um and car was just like an emotional wreck talking about how far he's been how far he's come and it's a it's a meaningful you you always have this right they will never they can never take this experience away from you and you're going to the masters us open and the open championship so uh, a good overall usam should we move on to other events did you watch a lot of check masters did you watch a lot of dick no. sporting goods open I saw, I saw, I saw Tron tweeted something about, uh, about how he couldn't watch the three, three man corn fairy tour finals playoff because of the Dick sporting goods. Open. Well, we talked about that last Wednesday. The coverage was, (laughs) they had too much golf. They're just plugging tape delayed golf in. And it just, it became sort of a a messy situation. Um, Padraig Harrington wins that in a, in a blade collar at age 51 or whatever. Dick sporting goods. Czech masters was, Maximilian Kiefer. I I watched a lot of this this morning. I just had it on for whatever reason. I I it's a conversation for another day. But I don't know what's going to happen to the European tour. My wife, who doesn't follow golf, is like, who, who are these guys? Who what are these guys? Who who are these names? She like knows some of the names. I I don't know. It, it's really sad to think about how strong there were multiple tours not too long ago that were both strong. See- did you see Poulter's tweet? No. Is he pop, popping the PGA Tour for kind of hollowing out the, the Euro Tour? No, he was popping the Euro Tour for not letting them post any video. He said he had been had had sanctions restrictions placed on him after he played. Because he's got uh, magic he sticks on his how sleeve he, or something. Yeah, he talked about how how much he enjoyed his time in the Czech Republic. How he can't can't wait to be back, uh. but he was so. You know, he he would have posted more than this one shot or something of him. It was like a picture of him. But the European tour, like just so unnecessarily, like stop, 
Stop. Just be a normal person, dude. Ian Poulter's gonna, you know, walk into paradise in the afterlife one day and immediately find the first thing he can bitch about, complain about. That guy could find something that was a, a grievance anywhere, and any a day, perfect day on the beach, you know. Um, so that's the Czech Masters. It's just I don't know a European tour. Will Gordon wins the U.S. Uh, I'm sorry, the Albertsons Boise Open backboard Boise Open. That thing was how we're getting that? nonstop videos sent to us about this person, that person. How about like that? Tommy. I guess I mean Bacon Bacon said that this first attempt went over it. He hit it he right out, like a... out of bounds. He went hit it out of yeah. bounds. So then he hit it again and he got it on the second time. That's always that's the biggest tradition of that event. That's been going on there for as long as I remember <laughs> watching that event. They slam it off that board on 18. It's a par five, right? Or a yeah. long four. They're hitting low. Um we had some guys rocket it. We had video of everybody rocketing into the fans. Like, thankfully, no one was hurt. Guys are just using that backboard left and right. Um, that's it. That's all I got for results. So the Aramco team series. You know, the women are doing their little sports washing stuff in Europe right now. I think Nelly Corda won that one. Um, I think that's it for results. News, other news we've talked about. Tom Weisskopf passed away. Yeah, really, sad, really sad. Really sad. A really... I, we're too young. I'm, I'm, we're too young to have watched him in his prime. But I've heard, as a Clevelander, I've heard a lot. I wrote about this in the Friday newsletter. He came out of Cleveland. I heard a lot. Of, he was my dad's age, about and, and uncles and all that. And he just seemed like some of the one of those players where you had to be there, right, to see it, right. He's, he's like his golf life and his swing and his personality, for better, you know, sometimes worse because he's a hothead just far surpassed the constraints of whatever's on his Wikipedia page. Does that make sense? Like he's mm-hmm. a much bigger cult hero to that era. And I, I watched Jim Nance on golf channel at night. He, you know, it was just the variety of people who praised him as a person from commentators to pros to Tom Watson is, I think speaks well to what impact he had. And like in terms of a, a player turned designer, what are the better ones? You know, like it's not a high I, bar, super high bar. I know, but like field, but yes, he had some some decent golf courses, and and that's usually a field that people struggle. That just shows, I think, like some consciousness. I think that's the thing is that that when a player that turns into a decent architect, it it usually means that they think about others more than themselves. It did seem like he tried to understand it too, instead of just putting yeah. his name on stuff as some guys do. Just put in your name. He wanted to actually try to understand the, the business a little bit. So, all right. That does it for this uh, Monday episode. We'll be back on Wednesday. Thanks to Draddy for their support. Use promo code SGS25 there. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll have Monahan press conference. We'll have who knows what else reports and player meetings. But thank you guys for your continued support and listening. Uh, we'll talk to you then. 